Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you find yourself. Uh, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm John. I always have been. 46 years I've been doing this. Still John. Still just three letters. Also known as regularly read dad. And today on the podcast, a surprise to absolutely nobody, it's Joe from EV Motoring. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I guess it would only be a surprise if I was using a car that wasn't a Tesla on my road trip. Because, uh, as you know, with Tesla road trips, you just show up to the supercharger and it just works. It's, it's, it's such a great experience. <laughs> so that's where we're going to start this week, apparently. Um, you know, I put hours into, of work into these introductions and you just take a bitchy pill. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we have been away for a, a little bit longer than we planned, um, but for good reason. And we're going to talk about those reasons in a minute. So uh, for you, our listener, um, we are going to talk about uh, road trips, which we've both taken, um, and our experiences. And then we're going to talk about um, what's going on in, with Tesla chargers, because it's not just the magic dock and stuff, but um, the V4 and, and other elements have happened. And then uh, I'm going to talk about a car which uh, I'm excited about, the, the Kia EV9, which we have now seen real-life production versions of, or soon-to-be production versions of. And then, um, and just, just, just for, and then I'm going to bitch about VW, just, just because, just because. Um, so uh, on that bombshell, Joe, freshly back from Phoenix and Vegas, Vegas and Phoenix. Yep. So um, how did how did uh, how did the um, Wish app version of a Tesla? <laughs> Um, fair. How did your discount, um, half battery car do? How did your <laughs> Nissan Leaf, uh, with a fart horn equip itself? Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of fart horns, we now have a verified fart as one of the options to choose. So it makes a fart noise with a, like a, with a tweet sound and a blue check mark. <laughs> it's the little things in life, you know? So... Uh, 4,000 miles, and I think this might have been the easiest road trip I've done yet, just as far as simplicity. Um, you know, every road trip I've been on in the past, at some point, inevitably, you show up at, you know, an EA location that just is not, you know, at, up to par, and you have to call tech support, and you're 15 to 20 minutes later of down the down the hole of waiting to get the chargers activated, um, and it, it delays you on the trip. And the thing with, with and, and it's caused, uh, you know, me to have the comments on past videos with other owners of VWs and such that they like to charge a little deeper to try to skip as many charging locations as possible rather than charger hopping just out of the fear of that. Whereas with this car, I charger hopped pretty much every time I could. And I also used Electrify America when I could since I have that adapter. And that worked out great to save some money, especially in Nebraska. And I did it in the cities that had Tesla chargers across the street anyway. So whenever I was utilizing EA, it was because either there was a station was over half full. So I was going to get slow charging from the supercharger since they power share on the version twos. Um, or it was just to plain out, just save a bunch of money because I could get a 60% of battery added for seven bucks, six bucks. <laughs> Can't complain about that on, on the fast charging world. 
which these were the, by the way, these were the pricing, uh, you know, I think as we spoke last time, this was before EA pushed through the pricing changes. So I'm not sure yes. how that would have impacted my uh, cost on the trip, but um, you know, battery worked, your car worked great. The, I was in some pretty wicked snowstorms and the rear wheel drive never was an issue. I think the traction control is pretty well sorted on that. The, the battery size is the only thing that ever became an issue uh, potentially, because when I was going from uh, Santa Fe to Omaha, I kind of took that route back. I didn't go through Oklahoma city. Um, so I was zigzagging on a bunch of farm roads basically to get from, I'm going to draw a blank on the city. Now it's basically Southeastern Colorado up to through Colby, Kansas, up, up to Kearney, Nebraska. It's kind of the zigzag mm -hmm. route that I took those two jumps, especially with cold weather and about a 10 mile an hour headwind. I had a charge to about 95 plus percent. And I was arriving with one to 2%. So yeah. the bat, the car was certainly being pushed to its limits. Um, and at times on both those drives, I was driving at the speed limit or even a little below just to, out of concern of, you know, everything was kind of pinned against me of the wet temperature dropping and uh, pretty stiff headwind. So, but it, I still was able to get over 200 miles out of those, out of the battery on a full charge. So that's, you know, on par for everything That's I've owned in the past. Yeah. I, you know what I, I found that, you know, when I took the standard range up to Seattle, it didn't, the, the only place I really felt, cause I, I was ripping, I was doing, no, I called it rip and run. What do you call it? Oh, charger hopping. Yeah. Yeah. So I did, I did charger hop that um, trip. Uh, the only place I felt a little let down is just how many miles I could get under my belt before I had to stop and, you know, living, living here in San Jose and heading North on I five, it's 232 miles to Anderson. And I can do that in the ID four. Mm -hmm. I've never done it because my bladder has always given up at Willows about, <laughs> about, about, about 50 miles South. It is my dream that one day, I will be able to make it all the way to Anderson. Uh, but then if I did that, I'd have to get there during the opening hours of the Safeway supermarket. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm going to have to pee in a bush. Uh, one, um, thing that, one thing that I noticed that was interesting is with EA, we're so used to, at least me across the Midwest, um, it's about 90 to 100 miles between chargers. And that tends to be a nice, as you mentioned, rip and run uh, kind of, uh, number with the Teslas, mm -hmm. it tends to be more like about 70, 60 or 70 miles. Yeah. So it's like, do I want to charge to 80 some percent to try to skip the one in the middle? But when I'm pulling in and pulling 170 kilowatts and I'm a five minute charge to move down the road, it, it's hard to when the, as long as the charges are in good locations, right off the highway, it's hard to not, uh, you know, hit more locations than less. So I think that's a difference is that, you know, when I think about the charges on I-5, um, they're not all right off the, you know, there's a lot of them, you know, like when you have to go to Walmart, that's not always right off the freeway. You don't have to go through town, but you can add, you're easily adding five minutes just from off-ramp to, to, to charger. 
Lincoln, um, Nebraska was that it. way. The Tesla supercharger was far more Platt. off the highway. The one, the one uh, is that Grand Junction or North Platte? I can't remember which one it is, but yeah, uh, Lincoln. So a couple, couple chargers east of that, but the yep. Electrify America is pretty accessible, and the Tesla chargers actually a little bit more out of the way going to a Meyer. So, and the Tesla charger had a couple broken handles and was consistently showing that there was you know some vehicles there so it's just like i'm not even gonna mess with it ea was the way to go on that one although the ea only two of the four chargers were working but that's neither here or there <laughs> yeah and so and so um you know in this highly by the way for the listener who comments on how often i yawning or whatever um i'm going to be moving around a lot that's because i put my back out at the weekend uh, on one of the trips we're going to talk about. And so I'm wearing a back brace right now and taking some pretty good medication, um, which has not slowed me down from the stupid, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So don't don't complain about John shifting around. It's because I'm in pain, real pain. Um, how did you find, you know, so your winter, your winter, is different than, than our, our winter is wet. Your winter is cold. So how did you find that affected the, the Tesla's performance? So the heat pump definitely seemed to help compared to cars I've owned in the past. Um, with that said, you know, when I was driving from Phoenix, which is at a fairly low elevation, I got from Phoenix all the way to Colorado at, you know, above 75 miles an hour and about four miles per kilowatt hour average or just a fraction under but in the cold it's definitely around three to 3.2 miles per kilowatt hour i was getting um and the winds mm -hmm. might not have been identical yeah. in both situations but um they weren't dramatic so um, i never had to use the microphones for example most trips i'm always like oh i gotta grab the mics because my phone's just gonna sound like a disaster <laughs> this wasn't too bad too much of that um but interesting I, uh, so, so I, as I said, I took on, um, two trips. Um, we, um, I think we talked about one of them and I'm trying to remember if we did it on the podcast, it was just you and me. So spring break weekend or ski week, as we call it, I guess it's ski week because spring weeks yet to come. Uh, Mrs. Garside went to Austin without me. Um, can you imagine that she went to my town without me? It was wrong. She took the kiddo and the plan was that I would, um, drive down to San Diego. I was going to meet them there for a dog show. And we'd then spend the weekend down there <laughs> before, um, uh, and then drive back on the Sunday. Well, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Regular EV was quite clear that she wanted me to um, drive the e-tron down, which I wasn't against. However, to make that a quick trip, it needed Electrify America to uh, to deliver. So I have been using um, out of specs Twitter handle. What's it called? Uh, Rate your charge. charge. And I have been putting up little videos. Um, I'm, I'm pleased to say. So on the way down. I used the new charger at um, Kettleman. This is a ten. This is a ten charger site. Crucial, 
to to the I five corridor, San San Francisco to um, uh, to L A takes a lot of pressure off of Harris Ranch, which when I came back mm-hmm. a week earlier, um, uh, uh, there was a, a queue of people there, and you know you just don't want to be, you, you don't want to be queuing when all when you've got fifty kilowatt cars. That's the problem with queuing with Electrify America is. Not every car charges fast, and to be stuck with you know just behind a bolt is 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 frustrating. Um, I stopped at um, Cattleman, charged up to eighty percent, and then I was heading for LA, and um, I was going to meet meet my new boss, who was um, who had an Airbnb in Santa Monica, and so the original plan was because I didn't know exactly what time it was going to be that I would message him and I was going to charge at a EV go 100 kilowatt plus EV go in Santa Monica while we had coffee, unless we were going to get coffee while charging. And then I was going to keep going to San Diego, but that would have put me all the way to San Diego on a um, two stop strategy because of the issues that Kyle had literally like four or five days earlier, at um, Shell Bakersfield, Electrify America, I called in to see if they'd fix it. I plugged in. And you just, I literally plugged in, ran to the men's room and came back. And I had more than enough energy to, because Santa Monica didn't happen. The bad weather we've been getting was really screwing with with his trip. And I ended up all the way on the south side of L.A. Um, that's how fast that thing charges. I mean, it was it, it the the the, the, uh, the I think it's it's like forty miles. No, it must be more. It's thirty miles to it. So it's it's like sixty miles, maybe a bit less, fifty miles. But in six minutes, it had already put so much more in. Then I get to South L.A. It's called something Island. I can't remember what it was. It was in a Target. It had six charges. Three of them weren't working. And none of them were connected to the network. So everything was complimentary charging, which when you have to pay for your charging is great. But I looked out by the fact that I got in just as someone was leaving. And then um, and then got into it with other people. That's- uh, as a courtesy to our listener, I'm just going to blow my nose. I do apologize. That's actually something that I've... Uh- I've witnessed I, I do miss some of the free complimentary chargers around here, um, especially now that, you know, I have this car that I could utilize the complimentary chargers with the CCS adapter. However, I also remember yeah. in the past, you know, back in uh, September and October, it was about a couple of months that everything was complimentary. The queues were the well, biggest queues the I've right, yeah. witnessed at Electrify America, just because everyone and their mother that has an electric vehicle was there taking advantage of complimentary charging. <laughs> Well, let me let me answer this. So I, um, I was meeting Mrs. Gregory V and the kids from the pl- off their off the plane in San Diego, and we were going to need energy to we we're going to need enough in the battery to both get to the hotel and then run errands the next day. And and you know, the, the e-tron's kind of thirsty on the on the little things. 
Um, so I did charge to 99% at that charge. Now, bear in mind, my car is still pulling 60 at 99%. So it's not exactly, um, it's still a even at 99% engine. better than a bolt. <laughs> yeah. And I then got down to, and the reason I did it is because San Diego, ironically, there's not a lot of hundred kilowatt plus chargers in the San Diego. There's a lot of them coming on stream but none of them were in any locations because we were staying up in Del Mar to the north. Um, the hotel didn't have – the hotel had charging. Actually, let me just clear this up. <laughs> the hotel uh, did not have charging, but you could pay, you could go and park next in the hotel next door, which is owned by the same investment group. They wanted one fifty an hour for charging – for level two charging. Okay, you, you know, six kilowatt. Okay, I'll, I'll live with that. That's that's what, 25 cents, 20 cents a, a kilowatt. Okay, fine. With a four hour maximum. How the hell do you charge for a maximum of four hours when you're trying to sleep? Yeah, I, so I was at, uh, actually this happened in multiple locations, but let's just start with Breckenridge. You know, we had talked about that transportation hub or whatever that they had there right uh was, people used it for commuting oh no we didn't no hold on hold on listener we didn't talk about this on the podcast oh okay <laughs> because we didn't want to say something stupid because <laughs> i did something joe do you sure you want to talk about this well i'll gladly talk about it because it's it's more Go than on. just this location i was looking on PlugShare. Everything that was a public, you know, funded by or owned and property that was definitely owned by Frisco and Breckenridge, they all had the same policy of four hours for free and then like $20 an hour with a maximum of like 50 bucks or something extreme. And and the, the interesting part was this was a, at least for the bus stop. Okay, so like the DMV, understandable. You shouldn't be at the DMV, shouldn't be at the DMV more than four hours. But at this transportation hub, it's designed for somebody to show up there. Yeah, how do we take a, that's, that's nuts. Take a bus to like Copper Mountain. You work there for the day, eight hours. Or Denver. Or, yeah, right. And then you come back and get your car. Well, if I'm only getting four hours free, I'm, who in their right mind is going to pay $50 because they would be on the charger all day to fill their battery? Makes no sense. So for me, I, I car camped. So I plugged in for three hours and 45 minutes and at midnight i unplugged and woke up you know seven hours later with about 20 percent less battery which is is neither here or there but yeah there's no way i was going to pay that extreme fee to just sit on the trip be on the charger all night so, so let me add to what joe was saying here this is what we weren't going to talk about when i when i went to when i took the tesla up to seattle i found a level two charger which was actually in a hotel car park it was <laughs> Paid charging with a noodle, which I think is owned by oh, NL now. But anyway, those are what are at. Um, I use those as well. They were at Treasure Island Hotel, so I parked there. Just, I was like, oh, "I'll get free parking." Well, the charging costs so much that I should have just paid for paid for parking at yeah. uh, New York, New York, and gotten free electricity. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I literally camped in the car. I plugged the car in while I slept in it. And, and I had it in camp mode. And I, and I will say, because it was below, I know, my hair's crazy today. Um, 
camp mode actually, even with the the heater running, because it was in the low 30s when I was sleeping in it, it actually did a pretty good job and got the car up to, I think it was 80, 90%. It did its job. Um, so a very that, that heat pump and however else it's doing it, it's just is the efficiency is really, really good on the Tesla. It has to be said. In, in Frisco, it was uh, um, single digits, like four degrees. And so my feet were definitely a little bit chilled, but certainly I was not cold by any stretch. So yeah, it's a pretty impressive heating system. So let me let me continue this because this unfortunately this turns into a bit of a story and a rant, which I didn't put on Twitter or anything like that. And that's because I've had time to think about this and I've decided which version I want to actually put out into the world um, because it kind of opens me up to a, a problem. So I get to San Diego. I checked into the hotel. I dropped off all the gear. Oh, I should point out with Etron, I uh, we had the roof box on as well. So I think there's a picture on of it on. Uh, definitely on Twitter and definitely on uh, uh, I put a community post on my YouTube channel. Um, and it doesn't make a huge difference, by the way, on terms of efficiency with the roof box until you go above 75. And above 75, it's like driving into a wall um, that with, with the e-tron. Uh, it just delivers two all the time. And everything else that we lost was all the other issues, the mileage I lost, because I was running about 10% light was the cold and the um, and the wind. So I get to San Diego, I've checked in, and just with one thing and another, I'm down to, I'm going to say 50%. And I thought, you know what, it's late, because their flight didn't arrive till 11 o'clock. I said, I'll go find, I'll drive out my way to an EA site, and I'll just plug in. And there's a there's a um, there's an EA site near a supercharger at a yep, mall. I've been to that one. Fashion mall. <laughs> Fashion yep. mall. And it's got three of the older ABB units. Yep, in two it. of them, and then the other one's like a spot across with the Chatham mall. Yep. Yep. There you go. The spot across had a Taycan in yep. it. That's the 150. Um, there was an ID4 plugged in. And a bolt. I think it was a bolt. Um, I uh, plugged in. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm waiting for a spot, and there's no one parked around. So I kind of just pull in, you know, close, but not right next to. Uh, a lucid turns up. He sees me. I flash my lights. He flashes his lights. He pulls in next to me. Then a black Nero pulls up goes around, all the way around the island, and goes on the other side. Tycon then unplugs and takes what could only be a period of time described as forever to actually unplug the car. He was on the phone holding the charging handle, holding it for a minute or more. He liked the way it felt in his hands. Apparently so. Um, and as he is doing this, the Nero comes out and is assuming that they're first in the line. Now I'd already had to do some, uh, let's call it line marshalling, uh, at the target in South LA, um, where, you know, people getting people in the right order. Um, and so I flashed my lights and this person ignored it. So I wound down my window and I waved and tried to get their attention. And this person ignored it. 
And the Tycon guy, thankfully, still was not entirely conscious. So I get out of the car and I walk over and, and, and I walked across the front of her car and I'm looking at her. Hi. <clears throat> she winds down the window. I said, hi. Don't know if you noticed. There's a queue. We're on this side. Now, listener, judge, don't judge. Understand that if this becomes an issue, then there is a witness to the whole thing who, God bless them, is following me on uh, on Instagram, on my comedy handle, on, on British, uh, uh, British John Comedy, in case I needed to get an affidavit from him for the police. That's where this story is about to go, boys and girls. Was this listener the uh, Tycon or the Lucid? Hold on. <laughs> so I'm talking to the, the lady in the Nero, young lady in the Nero, and she says, um, uh, I said, we, 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 she goes, but I have to get home. Okay. So, so do we. We don't live here. She goes, but I legally have to get home. I said, I legally have to pick my kid up from the airport. Um, but, you know, that, that there's, there's a line. There's a queue. And she goes, I'm at school. Okay. My kid goes to school. She goes, I have to get back. And I can't remember the exact word you said. But I have a curfew, a legally enforced curfew. I'm like, well, unless your president, unless your father is the president of the United States, I don't imagine that that's actually a, a thing. And then she goes, um, I said, but we have a queue. And, and you know, you're after the lucid. But the good news is we both have fast charging cars. Well, couldn't I charge for a bit? Well, how much battery do you have? And I want to be clear about here because I cared about whether I don't want to send somebody off into the wilderness I know how much charge my car's got. I also know how long it's going to take hers to charge. I also know that uh, how what time my wife's flight's coming in. But you know, I judge people. Yes, I judge people, but on their on on their character, not on the blondness of their hair. Anyway, we get to that, and she goes, "I'm nearly empty. My mom forgot to charge it." I'm a big fan of blaming others for your mistakes. And I said, well, you know, we have a system here. She was, well, I've been driving around all the other charges trying to find a spot. I said, that's the choice you made. We decided to just wait at this one location. <laughs> Our turns. And um, at which point I said, so uh, she said, she said, um, and I can't remember the exact thing. Unfortunately, this is a couple of weeks ago now. I do have a recording of the affidavit because I recorded an affidavit of this as soon as it happened, which is, good practice if you ever get into one of these situations. And I said to her, I said, okay, what's more important, you or my daughter? She goes, me! I'm like, okay. You're at school? She said, yes. I said, well, then today's word you need to learn is hypocrisy. <laughs> the guy with the ID4, really cool guy, was listening to the internet Fire exchange. Could not believe how rude or whatever she was. Anyway, she drove off. Um, and um, 
just one of those crazy situations where it, 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 it wasn't just me that, you know, like there's the lucid. Now, here's where it gets funny because karma can come back to haunt you. Joe, as you might be well aware, we've had these um, uh, river rains coming through, atmospheric rivers. I plug in my car. <laughs> it starts raining and the rain hits the damn screen and kept stopping the charger <laughs> because the rain was so, the, it was such <laughs> fat rain that the char the, the charger kept thinking it was, it was me hitting the close button. Um, and he did that on both the chargers and yeah, the lucid air, my God, that thing charges like an absolute beast. I'm surprised the lights don't dim around when you plug that thing in. But anyway, um, I do think, and I've mentioned it before, Electrify America, I don't want a reservations system, but there should be. They, they know where you are. They've got the GPS from your phone. They know where you are when you got there. They need to start creating a queuing system. I agree. Now. And uh, Char uh, ChargePoint has kind of something. Yep, ChargePoint does it. Charge, they do it for the level right. two charge. you can get a notification when someone's unplugging. Yep. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, because you should. So I, I, the other day, I took the kid. This is how I did my back end. I took the kid up to the Sierras in the Etron, and as he's our way, there's a sixty-two and a half kilowatt charger at Oakdale on the way, so, but just 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 over halfway. And um, because of the cold, because it really is, is the Sierras. It's you know, I charged the car up to a hundred percent. You know, when he was stuck up there without any juice, and. Um, yeah, of course, the one time I turn up in the middle of nowhere, both chargers are in use. And here's an interesting one thing for you. I, I never tweeted it out. So a lady was charging her Kia Soul with the Chadamo, and it was at 72%, and it was drawing one kilowatt. One kilowatt. I'm not blaming her, by the way, because as far as she, like she said, it slows down around 80%. And you know what? That sounds about right. But the value was down to one kilowatt, and it actually helped her. I said, well, I'm, I'm, this isn't self-serving. I mean, it is, but it wasn't. If you plug into the level two charger right next to us, you'll actually get a faster charge. She went, no. I said, trust me, that will put six and a half into your car. Right now, you're only getting one. Now, I don't know if that's normal. I don't know the charging curve of a five-year-old, six-year-old Kia Soul. I don't know. Um, but I did find it ridiculous that it was charging at one kilowatt. So uh, when I was in, I forget, it's a small town in southern Idaho. T terrible, terrible charging at the Electrify America location. There was one of four chargers working. This was a couple trips ago. This was the ID4. And so one, one charger was working at 33 or 34 kilowatts peak speed. And there was a queue, of course. So there was an ID4 in front of me, then there was me. But most importantly, in front of that, the one that was plugged in at that moment was an I3. And they were at 95, 96% when I got there. And, um, and they're just standing around talking, yada, yada. And then I happened to look at the screen. I'm like, they're pulling three, three kilowatts. I'm like, we're going to be here we're looking at an hour long charge Ooh. each over here anyway, because there's no other chargers around. And I'm like, 
I'm like, uh, what, do you know where, where you're headed next? And she's like, yeah, yeah, just down to, you know, the next charger down the road. And it was like 80 miles. And I'm like, well, you realize because she's like well we're just gonna go into the store now and i'm like what have you been doing for the last hour <laughs> yeah yeah we need to get education's important but we need technology to help i saw just over this past week i have seen so many cars idling with 20 minutes yep. plus I just, just for, we, we, they've, they've got to start bringing down the hammer. Um, they really do to maximize this infrastructure. Let me, uh, let me go back to the story. So, um, we do the San Diego thing. We leave San Diego Sunday morning. I five is closed. The grapevine is closed, which means we have to go all the way around on one Oh one, which means we need to talk about Pismo and, um, uh, the um, we went to Santa, we went back to Santa Monica, and I deep charged the car there to a hundred percent while we took the kid to the beach because poor kid went down to Southern California and it rained the entire weekend. This kid is just screaming. We bought her a bloody kite, which I had to bring down. It's still in the box because it's just rain. If there's any wind, it's raining, and I don't mean just like raining. I mean raining. Um, so we deep charged it there and that took us all the, we then went to, we stopped for tacos in Santa Barbara and we went all the way to, not Santa Clarita, I forgot where it is now, where the target is. And then, um, and I met a really nice guy with, uh, who had a Mustang and, and I want to share this with you for a reason. Boys and girls, we're going to run a poll on this one. So put your comments in this. If you know somebody's going in the same direction as you, and they leave before you, is it morally wrong to overtake them just so you know you can get to the next charger before? Guilty. <laughs> you have no idea how many oh times God. on a trip. I see a car unplug and I'm like, I think I have enough. I'm not sure, but I'll unplug and just rip it. Cause I'm like, I need to get to the sta next station before them. Cause when it was a power sharing scenario, you know, you need to plug in first. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about power sharing shortly, but I, um, we had to, um, we, 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 we headed up a one Oh one. And I were, we're heading to Soledad and they're doing construction around King city. And so I actually went cross cut. It was going to add 34 minutes to the journey. But ironically, that is the same road, which I did the range test for the ID four on. And so I happen to know about a back road. It's not a service road. You go through another little town and back around. But I knew I'd just keep moving the whole time. And I get on at Paso Robles, at which point, just, just before Paso. And we weren't stopping at Paso because, as you know, Joe, I've talked about Paso. Paso used to be unreliable. Now it's got new charges. But, and this is my point, I'm not stopping. If I have to go into town on a Sunday, I'm not doing it. Because this is when people with Leafs and ID4s who charge up for the week ahead, they charge on Sunday night. I've seen this pattern too often 
So, but my wife wanted to see if the, there's a fantastic little food market. Um, and food market is the wrong word, but food court, but all organic and happy and everything else. Um, and they do really good noodles, and we need to feed the kid uh, anyway. So we pull off a parcel, we get some food, I get back on, and I'm like 10 miles from Soledad. And I see this blue GT Mustang with a Berkeley plate on it, and I'm like, I'm going to hate myself for this. <laughs> and, I, and I kept the hammer down until I pulled off. And uh, I think I came in at like 3%. And I think, oh, I figured you'd already been and gone. Did you get stuck in the traffic? I felt bad. I felt bad. I gave him directions to the men's room in Food Max to make up for it. But um, it was, uh, but the car charged like a beast there again. Um, and I passed on a valuable lesson to that guy because the three main chargers were all working fine, but the CCS, the, the combo one, the screen wasn't working. I said, just leave it plugged in. You'll probably get complimentary. You'll probably get a complimentary charging session. And he didn't believe me. And he kept pressing the screen. I said, don't understand the delay on that thing is so bad. You're canceling yourself out, plug in, and just leave it alone for three to four minutes. Just don't care about it. There's nothing else to do. Plus, none of these other cars are leaving. So just roll with it. And sure enough, it pulled up to 160 as soon as he finished. But only the car would turn. I've said screen... for years, why, why, who was the person in charge that said that when you press continue, that's the same spot that stop will show up on the screen of Electrify America. There's three buttons. You could have just... chosen any of the other two to be the stop button. That's absolute yep. lunacy. Absolute lunacy. I, uh, I, so anyway, so I'm guilty of something similar to that. When I was when I had the Polestar and I was leaving uh, San Diego, I arrived in uh, Eastern California. I don't know what the Southern charge uh, El Centro maybe sounds right. And there was a charger open, which I already knew from PlugShare was only delivering thirty some kil- you know thirty some kilowatts. And it also would have been a little bit of a hassle parking in there to actually get the cord to connect to the Polestar, just the way I would have had a shimmy in there. And I had already talked to the Rivian owner that was in the spot I wanted that I knew was a healthy charger. He said, oh, I'm going to be done in five minutes. Well, sure enough, another Rivian showed up behind me and, you know, I just let him, oh, yeah, go ahead and use the other one. And then I took the, you know, the, the good Rivian one once that one left. And then once I was done charging, I recommended to him, hey, you might want to move over to this unit. It's working a little faster. <laughs> so I was technically there first, but um, I didn't didn't uh, hesitate to wait for the good charger. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, I, I, similar experience. So I took the ID4. I did roast battle in LA uh, last Friday. I5 has been, you know, the grapevine, they keep shutting it and opening it. And so that's, that was a major issue. And, you know, and I had, I went backwards and forwards on whether to take the ID4 or the e-tron. Yeah, because I am lucky and I have that privilege. But there's reasons for both. The e-tron charges like a beast. But why did I take the ID4? Well, any idea, Joe? Why would I take an ID4? You can uh, the skip e-tron? an extra charger? Nope. And bear in mind that the e-tron will always charge much harder. So I gave up fast charging. I gave up, and it's not free for free charging, by the way, because I really don't care about the money uh, on this one. 
what possible reason would there to be to take the slightly more uncomfortable car to the only, remember, the only thing I can remember is you said when you're leaving your house, there's a different, it's a different charger that you go to for your first charge. No. Nope. Not that one. Self-driving. Uh -huh. The auto lane, correct, whatever you want to call it, is so much better in the ID4 than the e-tron. Not that much better, but this was going to be a stupid trip. So we left here at 11 o'clock. We is my friend RK, and this, I'm putting a video about this. RK didn't have his driving license, so he couldn't drive. So he was just ballast, and his job was to keep me awake. Drove down to L.A., charged at Kettleman, uh, and then charged at Burbank, topped up to 100% at Burbank. And I did put a thing about charged to 100% and did get some flax from some people. But I'm like, yeah, I'm pulling out at 99. But then I'm doing this so that my thing from leaving L.A., I had to get across the grapevine before the storm came in again. And um, because I knew I'd be sleepy, this I, I was driving. There was 13 hours of driving. And no naps. And uh, I was going to say, I'm not sure on. if we were ever traveling on the same day, um, but this was Wednesday a couple of weeks ago. I was going from Vegas to Phoenix, and I didn't even think much of it. I'm like, oh, I'm leaving Vegas. It's 45 degrees, whatever. I crossed over Hoover Dam, or uh, past Hoover Dam, at about noon. At 1230, I saw a tweet from NDOT, or whatever, Nevada, whatever, that they closed the highway I was on at Hoover Dam all the way through Kingman. And sure enough, I get right up to Kingman. I was stopped on the highway for four hours in a blizzard, and trucks were yes. could not go up a pass. They were sliding backwards and jackknifing. I was in the car on the highway, first time in my life I've written anything this bad, four hours. So needless to say, I got to Kingman yep. uh, way later than anticipated. And then it made it a white-knuckle drive the whole way to Phoenix because when I'm looking at, oh, there's going to be freezing rain at night, oh, not a problem. I'm doing the drive during the daytime. Well, now that was the freezing rain at night that I got to deal with. Yeah. That is why I took the ID4, just because the yep. travel assist is just that much better than the... And you know what Audi's. doesn't work in freezing rain? Um, yeah. Autopilot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I found that out myself. Um, but the... Um, the network pretty much held up. Uh, they replaced this. They did. They managed to. They, they screwed up. They, they killed Gilroy, which is a big. That's an eight nine charger site. Um, and I usually need like a five minute top up there just to get home. But they'd. Um, they have actually. They they they'd actually bring that back online. They did that upgrade really quickly. Like I'm going to say within six days, which is uh, within seven days, which is not bad for EA. Um, but I will tell you that was, uh, that was, that was a long drive, but those electric cars, they make it, I'm not saying they make it easy, but, um, just, I just being stuck, uh, like being stuck on the highway, not no, not needing to play the game of turn the car on, turn the car off. It just runs. It's just is, comfortable. That is why I charged up deep into the pack at Burbank, so I could get back over the mountain pass. And yeah, that was probably that day um, because that the storms came in and they came in behind me. We were ahead of it. 
it was the craziest thing. I was doing roast battle. I was the main card, main headline, or whatever you want to call it. I won my battle. Normally, this was the night Chris Rock was recording his battle oh, on that. Watch that. That's pretty good. <laughs> so we were all ready to go, and um, everyone was expecting. We 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 have friends over there, so we were going to go to the comedy store and. I was literally from getting off stage. We did the photos that we kind of have to do for publicity and stuff. And I, we were in the car and gone within 15 minutes of leaving the stage. And the whole time we've got the weather app and we're seeing this weather in San Diego. And we're just like, we got to get, got to get, I it was, I was like, if I can, I just have to get over the grapevine. There we are 62 kilowatt chargers, uh, button willows and somewhere else like i'll use those if i have to but i'm not doing anything till i get over and between here and then it was 90 miles an hour the whole damn time and actually uh, in the end it was fine i, I got all the way to kettleman at two three percent which spooked the hell out of um my passenger <laughs> who was getting severe range anxiety and i'm like why don't you pull off a lost hill because i told him about this i said do you understand? We've got, you know, there's no point pulling in with, uh, with 17%. Now we just keep going till we get to the, to the next one um, and pull in really empty. Um, and um, I'll be honest with you, the food at Ch the food at uh, Curry Parkway is actually pretty good. The, the, the 24 hour Mexican, I will tell you right now that the carnitas tastes really good at 3 a.m. or whatever stupid it was i got home at 6 a.m crazy but two good road trips both being documented i am trying to edit them but unfortunately i'm doing a new job so um she's why i can now wear my old jobs jacket on camera because i don't work for these people anymore uh i can i i can wear their jacket now i couldn't wear it before because that was they had a social media <laughs> policy the disaster um, i ran into is once i finally but, got to kingman the interstate was closed uh, eastbound to Flagstaff, but yeah. then, uh, of course, th thank you to Tesla Nav of suggesting that we break all those laws and find another route around the closed ramp. Sure enough, take Route 66 a couple of miles, and there's a ramp that had no policing there. Yeah. So us and like four other cars all just uh, hopped on and went the 20 miles through unplowed highway uh, to get to the inter the highway we needed to to head south. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, let's turn this to, 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 to news, uh, cause there's been a lot going on. I'm going to start with, um, the magic doc. So yeah, we're the last channel to talk about this. Now, if you go to my channel to regular EB dad, I actually did, it was a day or two later and Joe and I talked about this cause I was like, I was, I was sick at the time as well. I can't remember what the deal was. I wasn't feeling well. And I had, I was, oh, I was working two jobs. I had, I was working two full-time jobs at the time. Uh, I had a major uh, brain fart happen in Phoenix. I'm pretty sure they were installing magic docs when I was there charging. And it just didn't occur to me until five more miles down the road. I'm like, that's probably why they had the chargers ripped apart. It was like, I saw them installing something. And then all of a sudden I see all the news of chargers are open. And I'm like, oh, geez. So wish I had circled around for that. I don't think, I don't think they did. I don't know friend. if they're activated. I don't know how fast the turnaround is from when no, they install them right to flipping the switch, but they, there was Tesla service there and they had a bunch of these uh, superchargers ripped, ripped, had the faceplates ripped off that they were doing something in there. Yeah. 
Interesting. Um, yeah, if they're active, they're not active. Ooh. No, no, that's yeah. a wall connector. Um, so as it currently stands, uh, today being the, what is the date? date? Like the 16th? 15th. Um, there's still only 11 sites, 13 sites. There's two sites on the West Coast, one in, one outside Santa Cruz, one up near Sacramento, and then the others are in New York State and um, um, uh, Connecticut. And, and, and it's, it's roughly, what, a 20 cent per kilowatt hour premium or something around those those lines? It's, it's, it's variable, but it's between 40 and 60 okay. cents. Um, you can pay $13 to be on a plan and get a disc and basically pay what yeah. Tesla people play. Um, so you've got a couple. I'm looking at them now. Oh, in fact, they've switched on a lot just in the last week. So there's now one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nine open on the East Coast. Well, not really on the coast. Oh, no. There's an extra one in the state. They've now opened the one. I've been there actually in Long Island. Um, New York still though, right? Just within New York borders. No, 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 no. Um, Shirley, Albany, um, um, Ohio. (laughs) Well, um, no, you're right. It's on the New York side. Yeah. It's all in New York state. Um, yeah, connect. Uh, no, no, Albany. Yeah, so they're all. Yeah, they're all within New York State. Um, Tesla has said so little about what their strategy, what their rollout strategy is, what the timing is. We know there's some sort um, of funding behind it because uh, there was a meeting at the White House, and sure enough, shortly after the switch started getting flipped on these, so pretty sure it unlocks Tesla's potential to tap into federal funding as far as you know, having a nationwide EV charging network. Now, what's interesting is, is that Tesla has actually turned down some money. So there was 6 million available for them to um, open up to 640 charges in key parts of California. However, Tesla has actually declined that because it, they had to have um, credit card oh. swipe things and, and, and displays on them. And Tesla has been quite clear that they believe it's the app or nothing. Um, I can see both sides of the coin. They're coming at it. Well, not everyone can use an app. Well, at this point, I'm like, well, if you can't, you know, yeah, it, it really just becomes a cell service you know, issue. But even even Tesla can fix that because there's Starlink at almost every supercharger, so they can always make a guest network that people yeah. could tap into if their cell service wasn't working. This is California, my friend. So this comes down to issues of, of disability and you know ability to. I don't know, but I'm forgetting. If you can't use an app, you shouldn't be allowed to. You shouldn't be allowed to drive. Um, brutal, yes. Um, but you know, it's it's um. But anyway, so they've started to turn that on. 
We've also got the supercharger version four has been is now running. The first one's in the Netherlands. Um, it doesn't deliver any additional speed on a per car basis currently. What is interesting is we know that this thing can deliver megawatt capabilities, not something they're doing right. So this is, uh, you know, future potential for the Cybertruck, but it still seems to be limited to 500 amps and 250 uh, kilowatts. So it's... Uh, well, and Tesla, I think, for some time uh, has talked about maybe bumping, like, the mod the long ranges to somewhere around 300, right? And then I would probably get dragged mm -hmm. in to whatever that equal percentage is to to be at the same charging times. So, but I'm not sure what their time frame on that is. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, sorry, it was not, it's 400, whopping 420 charging points, which would have qualified for the funding. Um, and, but Tesla has said no, because thing. Now the big thing, the, 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 the thing that'll have most impact for people with the v, version four chargers is they're taller. And with that tallness, comes a longer cable. As I said to Mrs. Regular EV, I'm tall, I have a big cable. Uh, classy, I thought, classy. Um, but that will make charging easier for other vehicles. I will tell you now, with the e-tron, I had to come in sideways to um, to make it work. The e-tron e charges on the driver's front quarter behind the wheel. Um, and it's not that big of a dip gap, but it's, it's clearly longer than a Tesla model three backing up to it. So, um, this'll be a, this'll be a good thing. Um, yeah, they turned down funding for 420 charging points and ironically probably what charging points I would have personally used. So we'll one, be, one pain uh, point that I didn't realize I run into with my car was, um, you know, with, with the Polestar, it was around 420 volts at all time, pretty much everywhere I was going. The ID4 was what, somewhere closer to 400 volts. And uh, the uh, Tesla, many times I'm, according to the Tesla by data, I'm down around 370. So this became a problem at some of the Electrify America chargers as we well know about their 350 amp limit. Interesting. Interesting, and we may be having some video issues, but we have learned to just yep, keep going. Powering through. Um, <laughs> powering through. Um, yeah. Um, did you see the reporting on the Kia EV9? I saw some pictures, and I, I'm, you know, the the my favorite vehicle made right now is the Land Rover Defender, and if you can make an electric vehicle look even remotely like it, sign me up. Just a big box with a big battery, and if they can deliver that thing below eighty thousand dollars, that'd be yep. fantastic. Um, I gotta say, I think that's some serious. It's not going to be as premium as the Volvo, but just from a space available, um, uh, it's uh, the fact. I, I, I don't know if I care about the second row of chairs being able to turn around. Although with your kids and I think if you could turn it around with somebody in it because they're annoying you, I think I'd pay for that. It's function. an old Grand Caravan like, trick that they got rid of when they went to the Pacifica, so it must not have been that well used to justify keeping around. Because you know, there's always survey data. I'm sure when they're redoing redesigns. So, 
And then, um, before we rip into Volkswagen, good news this week. Apparently, a limited number of ID buzzes will be available in North America. This oh, interesting, summer. because uh, I just saw a tweet from, I don't know if it was Volkswagen or who it was, but uh, Gabriel Iglesias was standing, leaning up against one, so not sure. That must have been something to do with that. I just didn't read through it clearly as much as I should have. I haven't read it either. I, I just saw an article a few days ago, and um, but I will say this. So I contacted my local friendly dealer who is on the on the board of directors for VW's franchise network. And he called bullshit. Because <laughs> <laughs> their complaint is that they've not been available and that they won't be available and da, 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 da. But I've said, I'll put money right down right now because the buzz with a bigger battery would just become our weekend warrior thing. I would not bother with the Volvo. We, I don't know. Well, we probably would get the it, Volvo, is- but... Yeah, the birds. Is the American version it. even going to be made in Europe? Like, is there an extended version that exists at this point, or it still is just the two row that we've seen nope. or heard of? Nope, it's going to be the, the an American version will be made, but it will be made in Europe. It will be shipped over, so it will not qualify unless you lease it, and they've not Joe Manchin has not been able to squash that. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, we, you know, we still don't know enough, but it'll have a hundred, it will have a bigger battery. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, which brings me to my ID four. Which I can't talk about. And that is all you need to know. <laughs> well, my uh, coworker, as I think we spoke about, I'm not sure if this happened on the pod. No, no, we haven't spoken. Because well, I, can't I can speak. tell you that my coworker happily took delivery of a 2023 about a month late because when he was buying the vehicle, Volkswagen had it halfway in a garage and the garage door closed on it. Oh, we did talk. Yeah, about and so it yes. took a month to do uh, apparently simple paint repairs and get a new antenna. That, that According to what he told me, that was all that was damaged in this process. So they fixed something on the back, probably scuffs or paint, whatever, and then put a new shark fin antenna on it. And uh, now he's a happy owner. And of course he got home and I said, uh, you know, did you set up your Electro-America account? He's like, what do you mean? So I said, clearly, you know, A-class sales staff over there to have given him his code and explained him through all the steps that um, I told him. It's He's lucky to have someone who has gone through this process before to aid him through these painful hurdles. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, let me be clear. Um, I've had discussions with VW. I've not been happy with the upgrade process, the fact that my car hasn't been upgraded, the fact that we still know nothing about the, the whole process and... Um, I have had um, formal conversations with VW about it. Um, I will tell you right now that the uh, the, the, the ID4 still remains with me. Um, I am planning on it remaining with us for a period of time, but um, let's just say that I finally lost my um, uh, my frustration levels peaked. And um, I would say if you're in a situation similar to myself where you are equally frustrated, then uh, 
you should definitely reach out to the executive team at Volkswagen and express your disappointment. In a car that was promised updates every quarter, which has never received a single update, um, that uh, presents safety issues by the fact that you have no control over the volume quite often, uh, that the screen will just become unresponsive. Um, and uh, and yeah, you should. It's obviously something you know. I was uh, so, so frustrated with that. It, that's what was one of the key things that pushed me into the Polestar back then. I was just kind of got fed up with the, the update process. Yeah. Um, it, I'm 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 cheaper than you are. Well, I profited um, off my ninety four. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, I I um and well, okay. So here's the problem I had. I would have done it, my friend, except for the fact that I'd sold the bloody business, so I couldn't afford to. Not because I couldn't afford the money, but because there was no tax advantage to me doing it. So. Okay. Can I throw Great a piece of Polestar news in this? Uh, and it, it re relates into a complete waste of fossil fuels. So I got rid of my car December 30th. And, you know, uh, me being at least enough tech advanced and smart enough to realize you don't turn, you don't delete the app off your phone because you still will know where the car is. So uh, Tesla took the car to a local suburb auction house where they sold it. The car then was shipped down to Palm Beach. Florida. Then from Palm Beach, about a month later, this is now early February, the car moved up to Orlando to another auction house. Not sure what it was doing in Palm Beach for that first month, but whatever. It went back up to Orlando, where it has been sold at auction to Volkswagen of Naperville, Illinois. So it's right back here, about uh, 20 minutes down the street from me. <laughs> and that's the first dealer to have possession of it. So I went and printed the Carfax and all this great data. So now I actually like can, you know, things I should have done back in the past. <laughs> so how much is your, do you, how much is your car on 44 sale is right the now? asking price and I sold it for 43, 200. So they shipped it across the country twice and they're asking $800 more than I had uh, gave it to Tesla for. <laughs> no one, I'd be interested to see how much it sold for at all. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I know some people at, in dealer networks, and I think they might be able to dig up that information for me if, if I'm assuming correctly. Interesting. So Interesting. stay tuned on, uh, stay well, tuned look, on that. that. We'll try to uncover more about the adventures of my Polestar. I wish, I wish I knew where my ID was. That's something else would be fun to track down. I, mean, I guess I could always do a Carfax on that one as well, but. Well, you could, Joe, but, you know, the app doesn't allow you to see where your car is because that's an advanced function. And no, uh, what, on the next episode, we will talk about Carnet and safety on the ID4. But for now, as we've done another hour of this happiness, we'll say goodbye and say we'll be around next week. Neither of us is traveling for a little while. Well, I am, but we'll still be able to do this. And we'll Take see care you next until time. next time. Have a great day.